Alrighty, so we are on Lamed Bey's Amud Aleph, 32a, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, no, 8 lines from the top. I'm sorry, 10 lines from the top. Um, the last two words on the line, Amri Devei Rabianai. Okay, so Amri Devei Rabianai, that's where we are. And uh, we will begin. Amri Devei Rabianai. So they said in the Academy of Rabbi Yanai, Ein Ari Nohem Mitoch Kupa Shal Tevin El Mitoch Kupa Shal Basar. A lion doesn't roar from among a box of straw, rather from among a box of meat. In other words, what we're getting, what we're continuing to discuss now is how having more leads to us going astray and we're talking about a lion that if a lion only has straw then it doesn't roar but when it has meat that's when it roars that's when it kind of gets out of control so this is like the parable would be that somebody had a cow that was quite weak and skinny and then all of a sudden he would feed it karshin in some sort of leeks, which is considered a delicacy for animals. And all of a sudden the animal would start kicking him. Amar So he said to it, What is it that caused you to kick me? It was the, the leeks that I served you, that I fed you. That's what it was. If I continued feeding you the simple food that I fed you before, you never would have kicked me. Um, be like a person that had a son. He bathes the son and he anoints the son and feeds the son and gives him to drink. And puts a purse around his neck full of money. And then puts him at the entranceway to the, to the brothel. What could that son do that he will not end up succumbing to sin? In other words, sometimes when you give somebody so much, you make it much easier for that person to sin. And that was what we were talking about earlier. Um, the son of Rav Huna said in the name of Rav Sheshes, This is what people say. Malay Kreise Zani Vishi. Filling up somebody's stomach sustains different types of evil. Shinemar, as the verse says, Kimari Sam Vayisbau Savu. So when they were in the pasture, they became sated. They were sated, Vayaram Libam, and their hearts uh, were became haughty. Um, and that's why they forgot me and they for, they they therefore forgot me that uh, God speaking about the Jewish people having too much and forgetting God says from here and your hearts will become haughty and you'll forget God same concept the sages say from here you'll eat and you'll be sated and you will become fat and then you will turn away to other gods and some say from here, that Yeshurun or the Jewish people became fat, and then they kicked. Again, that same concept that excess can lead 
to sin and forgetting God. From where do we know? That God actually came back and agreed with Moshe that he had that God had what to do with the fact that the Jewish people strayed because God had given them too much. Shinemar as the verse says, and the silver that I lavished upon them. The Zahavasula Baal and the gold they used it for Baal for idolatry. So there God is basically saying, I gave them all the silver and gold. I have to take responsibility for part of what first time. Part, partial responsibility for what they did. Okay. Um, so we spoke about the golden calf, and now that we talked about the golden calf, we're going to continue talking about it. Uh, we're going to go through the verses that analyze. That we're going to go through the verses that discuss the whole episode of the golden calf. The golden calf was this uh, was this molten image that the Jewish people made at the end of the Moshe's uh, at the end of Moshe their leader being on top of Mount Sinai upon when receiving the Torah. Okay, and there was a terrible point in Jewish history. So let's see the verse. God spoke to Moshe, Lech Reid, go down. God, you know, realized that the Jewish people were making this golden calf, so told Moshe, descend from the, uh, descend from Mount Sinai. My Lech Reid, what did God mean when he said, go descend? Why didn't you just say descend? Amr Belazer Belazer says, Amr Lo Kadosh Baruch Hu Moshe Hashem said to Moshe, Moshe, raid migdulascha. Moshe, go down from your greatness. Meaning you're not going to be so great anymore. I only gave you greatness because of the Jewish people. And now, Yisrael, the Jewish people have sinned. So you, what, what need do I have for you anymore? At that point, the strength of Moshe weakened. He didn't even have uh, the strength to speak. However, so at this point, Moshe couldn't, didn't have any response to, to Hashem. But the moment Hashem said, um, release me, and I will destroy them. The moment Moshe heard that he was implicated, that he had to release God in order for the Jewish people to be destroyed. Amar Moshe, Moshe immediately said, this is actually dependent on me, the salvation of the Jewish people. Miyad Omad At that point, he got up and strengthened himself with prayer. Ubike Shachim asked for mercy. Mashal Shakasal Beno. A parable for this would be a king that got angry at his son. and gave him a huge, um, a huge beating. and the king's friend, very close friend, was sitting in front of the king. But was afraid to say anything to the king. Um, so the king then said to the his son, If not for my friend that sits in front of me, I would have killed you. So at that point, the friend realizes that he now has the opportunity to defend the prince. So the friend says, the, the matter is dependent on me. So he immediately gets up and saves the prince. That's the idea that is being shared here. All right, next part of the verse. So now allow me. And my anger will burn in front um, before them. 
or upon them, and I will devour them. And I will make you, Moshe, into a great nation. In other words, the Jewish people will be done, but I will still make a great nation out of you, Moshe. That's what God suggests. Amar Rabbi Avo, says, If not for the fact that the verse said this, we cannot, we will not be able to say it. But in fact, that's what the verse says. What is that? This teaches us that Moshe literally grabbed God as if a person is grabbing his fellow person in his uh, in with his garments, meaning you know grabbing them from the neck collar. The Omar Lafana, and Moshe said to God, "Ribono Shalolam, God, Master of the Universe, Ein ani mani chacha, I will not let go of you. until you forgive um, and pardon the Jewish people." So that's that next idea. Okay. Um, now we're going to talk about the next part of the verse. So God said, I will make you into a great nation. I'll destroy the Jewish people and you will become the great nation. Amr Belazar Belazar says, Amr Maishlev Negaj Baruch Moshe said before God, Ribono Sha'olam, Master of the Universe, Take a look at a chair, a chair that has three legs. Would not be able to stand before you at a time of your anger. So for sure, a chair that only has one leg certainly would not be able to stand before you at your time of anger. In other words, what Moshe was telling God is that's a, not a great idea that you make a nation just for me. Because this nation, the current Jewish nation, has comes from Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, three incredible people, and Nonetheless, what you're saying right now is that you're still willing to destroy the Jewish people even though they have the defense, they have the merit of those three people. So certainly it won't work if you make a nation just for me. I'm only one person. Certainly that will not protect from your anger, God, when that will, that, when that will happen. <sighs> Below Odin, furthermore, this is Moshe talking. I'll be humiliated in front of my forefathers. Because now they will say, Look at the leader that God put over the Jewish people. He asked to, he seeked um, greatness for himself. Instead, uh, he did not seek mercy for the rest of the people. So that would be very embarrassing if you made a nation just for me because that's what those that came before me would say. Okay, next part of the verse. So Moshe pleaded before God. And what's interesting is, what we're going to analyze now is the word Vayechal, pleaded. Right? Uh, it's an interesting word for prayer. Um, seemingly there would have been, an, we should have used the classic word for prayer, which is Vayispalel, Moshe prayed to God. So why this odd word of Vayechal? So Amar Belazar Belazar says, This teaches us that Moshe stood in front of Hashem in prayer until until um, God um, basically listened to him or, or, or was attentive to him. So that's the word Vayechal, the same root of attentiveness. God Moshe basically made God attentive to him. For Rava Amar and Rava says, Moshe prayed until God um, annulled God's vow. 
Um, now, where do we see this? Ksiv hacha. Here it says the word vayichal. Moshe prayed, but with this interesting word vayichal, ksiv hasam. And there it says, vayichal dvaro, he shall not annul his vow. So we see that the word chal is a reference to annulling. So what, Moshe, what the verse is telling us is that Moshe prayed until God annulled his own vow to destroy the Jewish people. Va'amar mar. Okay, so then this is just a further discussion of that other time where the word chal, lo yacheld faro, you shall not annul his word. Um, what the Gemara goes on to say there is, Va'amar mar, master said, hu'eno mechel, he cannot annul his own vow, but others can annul his vow for him. Um, so anyways, that's what the idea is. Okay, Shmuel, Amar and Shmuel says this is what Vayichal is referring to. And this teaches us that Moshe um, was willing to die for the Jewish people, was risking his life. Um, according to this um, explanation, the word Vayichal um, has to do with giving up your life. The Hebrew word for a corpse is halal. So again, we see a lot of similarities. So God, Moshe, risked his life for the Jewish people. Shenemar is the verse says, Ve'im ayin, and if you do not um, forgive the Jewish people's sin, mecheni sefracha, erase me from your book, is what Moshe told God. This teaches us that Moshe caused the attribute, the divine attribute of mercy to fall upon the Jewish people. Hechala, to fall upon. Same word as Vayichal. Another explanation, This teaches us that Moshe said before God, Master of the universe, it would be so mundane. It would be it would be inappropriate. It wouldn't fit up fit with God's holiness to do what you God are saying you're going to do to destroy the Jewish people. So what God Moshe was saying is Vayichal. Moshe was telling God that what God would be doing would be profane or mundane. And then the last explanation that we have. Vayichal Moshe Espenei Hashem. Moshe again prayed before God. Tanya, we learned to the Brayser, Belazar Gadol Omer. Rabbi Lazar Gadol says, This teaches us that Moshe stood up in prayer before the Holy One, blessed is he, until Moshe was taken over by Achilu. What's Achilu? My Achilu. So that's what the Gemara is, about, is asking that. What is Achilu? Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar says, It's fire of the bones. My Eishalatzamos. What is fire of the bones though? Amar Abaye, Abaye said, um, eshta de garmi. It's again some sort of bone fire, maybe some sort of fever. In other words, Moshe beseeched God in such a powerful way that Moshe himself became sick, and that's the word vayichal, um, which is a that 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 concept vayichal is, rel- is related to the word achilu, which is some sort of fever. Okay, we're gonna go on to the next verse that we're going to uh, analyze. Remember, for the sake of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yisrael, or Yaakov, or Jacob, your servants, um, that you yourself promised to them that they would have a nation that would be forever. So that's what Moshe was telling God. Don't forget your promise. My Bach. 
Now, what would Moshe mean when he said, don't forget the promise that you made by yourself? Amar Belazer, Belazer says, Amar Moshe, Baruch Moshe said before God, Ribona Shalom, master of the universe. If you swore, basically invoking the heaven and the earth, Hayisi Omer, then I could have same, said, then I could have said that just like the heaven and earth could become um, could become nullified, so too your oath could be nullified. But but now, God, that you swore to them with your great name that is infinite and lasts forever. Just like your great name, is alive and enduring the Olam, Forever, forever and ever. So too, your oath to the our forefathers um, endures forever and ever and ever. So uh, that's what Moshe was telling Hashem. All right, let's go to the next verse. And you said to, so this is Moshe reminding God, you said to them, I will increase your offspring like the stars of the sky. And all the land of which I spoke, I'm going to give to those that come after you. Now we're going to analyze this. Hi, Asher Amarti, Asher Martami Bayale. Now, why did why did Moshe say it? All of the land which I spoke of, when really what Moshe is doing is talking to God and saying, all of this is what you said. All the land that you spoke of, right? Um, why I spoke of. Summer Belazer, Belazer says, Ad kan Talmud, So one simple way of understanding it is until this point, Moshe is is, is using is, is speaking from from his point of view. Um, and then after that, it's really the words of God. Right? So meaning at first Moshe is talking and then is quoting God, and if he's quoting God, then he should say that I promised you, because it was God promising to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov this land. Rabbi Shmuel bar Nachmani, Omer Shmuel Nachmani says, Elo ve'elo divrei Talmud. No, both of these, both parts of this verse are actually the words of Moshe. Elakach Omer Moshe levnei Kadosh Baruch Hu. But this is what Moshe was saying before God. Ribono Shalom, Master of the Universe. Devarim she'amarto li leich emor lehem li Yisrael b'shmi. So what Moshe was saying was, Master of the Universe, the words that you told me, which are, go, tell... Israel in my name. I went and I said in your name. Right? So meaning Hashem early on when Moshe was first made as leader. Um, when Moshe was first made as leader, um, Hashem had told Moshe, go and tell the Jewish people that I'm going to lead them out of Egypt and give them the land of Israel. So what Moshe is saying here is, Asher Amarti, that I said, so I did exactly what you said, God, and I went and told the Jewish people that you're going to be leading them into the land of Israel. So Achshav, so now that you want to destroy them, Ma'ani Omer Lahem, what can I say to them? What can I say to them without it being making it without it being very clear that you, God, are about to break your promise? And that would obviously be inappropriate. Um, so I think this is a good place to stop for now. We're close to the bottom of 32a. Lamed Bey's Amud Aleph. Um, we're at those two. We're at the colon, the third to last or fourth to last colon on the page. 
um, we'll stop here. And what we basically did today was go through different verses that analyze that di- different. We analyzed different verses that refer to the episode of the golden calf. All right.